Parents, you can't live with them. You can't live with them. Ladies and gentlemen, today we're talking season one, episode five of Crashing Parents Don't Move a Muscle. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Well, the intro was a bit rough. Shout out to Jeff. That was a good intro. That was a great intro. Uh, I, I thought it was hilarious. Sometimes we're running live and it's short notice. Yeah. And that's you just say the first thing that comes to your mind. I thought it was great. Thank you, Josh. I appreciate the support. I've got a supportive panel. Um, they are named Josh Rodriguez and Michael Revy. But before I introduce them, I'd like to introduce myself. My yes. name is Jeff Graham. Uh, again, this is the Crashing After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. Um, today we're talking, as I mentioned, Season 1, Episode 5. If you guys like what you see, you can listen to our podcast, find it on iTunes. If you like the show, which of course you do, because we're kicking ass, you can uh, rate, like, and subscribe, leave a comment, all that, all that, all that. Ladies and gentlemen, introduce yourselves. I am Josh Rodriguez. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. Love the underscores. My name yes. is Mike Rippey. You can catch me on social media. No underscores, just Mike Rips. Mike, good to have you back. We missed you last it's week. It's good to be back. And finally, everyone's healthy. I feel like we were all sick last week. Yeah, I was sick. You were sick. I was very sick, yeah. yeah. Um, we're also, you can see missing Amina right now, but she's on her way. Um, She'll arrive at some point. Amina makes magic. Amina, she does make magic, but she also hits traffic. Amina so. <laughs> hits traffic. That's hits her, new, traffic. her new handle. Hashtag Amina. <laughs> It hits traffic. Yeah. All right, guys. Um, let's talk about the show. Um, overall reactions to this episode. What did you guys think? I wasn't a big fan of this episode, to be honest. With you. Really? It was okay. What did you think? Uh, I kind of related a lot to it right I now. I did too. What's going on with me? And also, I, I thought it was a little sad, though. Mm-hmm. From a from a standpoint of an episode, it was sad, but I, I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it too. That's. I'm really interested to hear why you didn't like it because I, just, I, I didn't hold my attention. I was kind of bored. Kind of bored. Yeah. I love this episode. I think it was maybe my favorite of the season so far, and I know. You, well, yeah, you guys saw I wasn't super hot on last week's episode. Well, yeah, Michael, what did you think of episode four, just quickly, now that you're back? Uh, well, I'm not as big a fan of last week's episode, yeah. but uh, there was some lines, but not nothing like this 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 episode. This was a solid episode. I think I really enjoyed the focus on Pete's personal life. Yes. Do you guys find, in general, you're preferring the show when it's really focused on stand-up or when it's more focused on Pete's journey? Pete's journey. Yeah. I, I like Pete's journey, but I like when they're able to mix in Pete's journey right. with, with the stand-up. The stand-up. Yeah, because I kind of felt like in Barking, we talked about this, it was very just focused on stand-up as a career and not much about Pete. So I think for me, that's why this episode, I liked it so much, because I feel like we learned a lot. Well, I do think it was, I think Barking was about Pete, though. I think it was about his internal struggle and, yeah. you know, how he's dealing with starting from the bottom. Now he's here. Now he's here. But I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> By the end, we did see some growth. Right, right. I just feel like there was a lot of, like... I felt like, see, episode four didn't move a lot for me, whereas I felt like this one really moved. Okay. I, I thought fair. so, Agreed. at least. I, I agree with that. In fact, since I wasn't here last week, I would just like to say I did like last week's episode, when they and I said this to you, that one, uh, the comment of uh, lose 10 or you got to gain 50. Mm-hmm. It's either or. It's <laughs> yeah. so true, though. Very true. So I, I enjoyed that. But yeah. I really enjoyed that, too. Um, okay, cool. I think the one of the first things I want to talk about in this episode is Jess, because... We bring her back, and I thought it was really nice to have her back. Yeah. I'm really enjoying Lauren Lapkus in this show. Um, what did you guys think of bringing Jess back and her overall performance in this episode? How did you react to Jess? I like Jess. Mm-hmm. I really do. I feel bad for Pete, but um, I think he put her in an awkward situation. I think she handled it pretty well up until she couldn't take anymore. Yeah, and it, you show it showed more of why she was sick of his of their relationship and why she wanted to get out. Of it. Yeah. I, I enjoy her character so much in this episode. The, yeah. the variance. Yeah, because she's playing like she's with him totally, 
And then she's against him totally and against this family, sort of the way she, her character and the dynamic that she's playing. Uh, I just enjoyed the the level of differences that she was able to give in her performance. And then at the end, she's back with him. Right. Yeah. She's so just ebbing and flowing. I mean, she's yeah. she's in on everything. She's like there for him. Then she's like, I'm over this. Uh-huh. Can't handle it. Throws it all away. And then she's back there with him. It's just like, I really like the up and down that she gives. I totally agree. Yeah. This is a very like dynamic episode yeah. for Jess, I think, and for Lauren Lapkus as a performer. Um, do you guys think she agreed? First of all, do you think it was fair of Pete to ask her to come to dinner with no, his family? No, no, I don't think it was no. fair, but once she agreed, I didn't think that it was fair for her then to go back on it in the middle. I know. That's what I want to talk about. Do you guys think when she said yes, she was planning on throwing him under the bus? No. No. You think it was because she was high or drinking? or That's hard. some of it, I think, seeing Pete kiss his mom <laughs> on the lips. Yeah. I, I had something to do with it. This was so funny to me. I thought this was hilarious. And I loved her reactions to all right. of that. Did you guys notice her face? Oh, yeah. she's disturbed. Yeah. And also it was disturbing. Throughout the whole dinner, she was bringing up topics like where she wanted Pete to defend her. Like, basically showing Pete, this is why I left you. Like, no, we're going to visit my family for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. No, we're going to visit my family for Christmas. And Pete was still doing the things that he did probably during the relationship, which frustrated her. Yeah. And I think that just pretty much threw her over the edge. She's like, this is why I'm leaving you because you can't stick up to your mother. You can't stick up to your parents. This was so cringe to yeah. watch all oh, of that. So it was in the best way. Like, that's what Judd does so well. And mm-hmm. just every character's reactions, the mothers, the fathers, <laughs> Pete, <laughs> Lauren, like, everybody in the in the show, each of them having a, a dynamic kind of reaction. Yeah. It was great. Dinner scenes can feel cliche unless they're done in a fresh way, I think. And I thought this was a really fresh take on, like, the family dinner scene. Um, do you guys have any... Do you feel... Obviously not to the extreme, but do you share anything in common with Pete's parent, like his relationship to his parents? Because we're all entertainment industry aspirees. Right. I I can say absolutely because the Jewish mother thing, I'm Jewish. Nice. So I know exactly kind of what that's like. I don't kiss my mother on the lips the same way that happened <laughs> in the show, just for the record. But I can understand, like, the Jewish mothers are very overbearing, uh-huh. very loving and supportive, and they want the best for everyone. And that can be like, whoa, if you're not used to it and so forth. So I could see it. It's not the same way, but I really could appreciate what was happening. Yeah, this is what I liked, because it did feel like a Jewish mom. Even though technically she's like the overbearing Christian mom, it's the same thing. And like, I have... I grew up in a Protestant home, but it's the same kind of family tradition, you know, rearing children. I feel like Christian moms have close relationships with their sons, especially. So I really... Yeah, I thought this was like really relatable for me. I don't know. Do you, I don't know if you feel that way. Or nah, not. it wasn't real. I had a very good relationship with my mother, but not to that extent. You guys don't kiss like five times? No, absolutely day. not. Absolutely not. In public? No. <laughs> the shot, the insert shot of them holding hands was the moment where I was like, oh God. It was just so much. Um, I want to talk about Pete's parents were played by Audrey Neenan and Fred Applegate. Mm-hmm. And I thought their performances were wonderful. Yeah. I thought they were really funny. I thought Pete's mom especially was hilarious. Did you guys like... What did you guys think of Pete's mom as a character? Well, like Mike said, she reminded me of a Jewish mother. Yeah. Like the stereotypical Jewish mother. I thought she was hilarious. Yeah, I thought she sure. was really funny. I think the looks that she gave Jess when Jess was kind of challenging her, uh-huh. I, I thought that was I thought that was great. Um, yeah, overall, I liked her. Mm-hmm. I, I liked her, and I almost think that she and uh, Pete's father could have like their own miniseries. Uh-huh. Just their, <laughs> them two, because he's so chill yeah. and laid back, and she's so intense. kind of intense. And their dynamic was incredible. I thought so, too. I thought, like, these parents' episodes are fun, and I thought they did a good job of... It's important when you bring on parents to a show to create a context for why the main character is the way they are, because Mm -hmm. the show's about Pete, so, like, if you're going to make the choice to bring their parents on, you want to have it be for a reason to inform who Pete is and why he is the way he is. 
And yeah, I thought the dynamic between them was really, really interesting too. Incredible. Mina! Mina! We have a Mina. We're talking about Pete's special relationship with his mother in this episode. What did you think? Oh my god, it was so weird. How come? It's funny. Uh, they're just like way too cool, intimate. They're not even Italian. So. They're not even Italian. Doesn't even make sense. Michael was saying he could see some of the similar tropes between the Jewish mom and the overbearing Christian mom and the Italian mom. It's funny how some of these cultural similarities kind of cross culture. I think, but yeah. Um, I want to talk about. You were mentioning how Pete's mom was pushing back against Jess, and Jess was pushing back against. Right. Her. I thought this was so well written because it wasn't ever, it was all subtext. Like, she, like Jess ordered the tiramisu and her mom's like, oh, some of us got cake. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> or like the whole conversation about what would Jesus do? What would he be? What oh, would oh, I that do? Was my yeah. Favorite, yeah, that was my favorite like scene out of the entire show. And see, good timing. It's so good thing you got funny. when you did. I, this was, I mean, I should say this because it's my favorite quote of the episode, but I like when she goes, you know what Jesus do? You know what Jesus would do? I think she would wear a bracelet given to her by a mother-in-law. <laughs> that, was, that was pretty funny. Um, okay, so the dinner ends, and obviously they break the news of the divorce. It's Jess who does this. We were talking about this. Did you think that was fair of Jess to break the news at dinner like she did? It wasn't, but I totally empathize with her. Did you? Because, I mean, she couldn't take it anymore. Right. And they need to know it was just the wrong way of doing it. Um but at least this way, um, I, I just lost my train of thought. Um, at least this way, you know, the thing has been done, and now at right. least she's portrayed in a negative light in front of the mom, so Pete doesn't really have to explain oh, that's himself that's a good point. Much. Do you think she kind of fell on her sword to make it easier for Pete? Yeah, but... It, unintentionally. Yeah, yeah, unintentionally, but at the same time, the mom still says you have to go after her. Like, you have to make things right. Wow. Um... Yeah. Which is weird. Like, didn't he make, like, a vow? Well, this Jesus is very... I don't, this is a very <laughs> Christian perspective. This is, like, the culture I grew up in where, like, when I get married, like, my parents will have no doubt that this is the woman I'm with forever because it's, like, there are, like, biblical implications to the decision you're making. Right. So I thought, like, this... It's so interesting for me to see, like, a traditional Protestant family portrayed on TV because it's not super often that you see that. And mm-hmm. um, obviously Pete comes from that world, so he knows how to portray that but he's doing it perfectly which is really interesting to see I don't know yeah I thought that was what did you guys think of that conversation of Pete's mom this is kind of when they're sitting in the lobby of the hotel by the fireplace Pete's mom keeps hounding you have to stick with her you have to stick with her how did you guys feel about this conversation I just felt like it was so traditional and it, mm-hmm. it kind of like contrasts like pretty starkly with like his route as a stand up comedian and the environment he's surrounded uh, like the people he's surrounded by so um, I feel like, I don't know, I don't think he's going to get her back. Yeah, what do you guys think? I just think it's weird how she just saw how Jess react, uh, reacted at dinner, uh-huh. knowing what she did to Pete. Why Why would you want your son to stick with her? Right. I mean, I guess, you know, I'm I'm not from a Christian culture. I don't, I wasn't raised that way, so I, maybe I just can't understand that, but I would, I would think that the mother would actually look out for her son and be like, you know what? You deserve better. Go find someone else. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of feel like there's a mix in there because I, it seems like Rita is, is super supportive of her son, but yet not supportive. She wants the best for him, but he's kind of like, Peter's telling her this is the best for me kind of, but she's like, no, this isn't the best for you. Right. Whether it's between the, the comedy. Yeah. She's not a fan of him doing the comedy. Right. She's not a fan of him breaking up with with uh, Jess. Mm-hmm. So it's like she wants the best for him, 
but she's kind of out out of touch. Right. I'm excited to talk about the last 10 minutes of the show because I thought that did a really good job of saying a lot without saying much. Before we talk about that quickly, I do want to talk about this backstory with Pete's dad. This was so interesting where he kind of outed himself as someone who was a divorcee before yeah, he, but he met. Yeah, he was only married for a couple of months. Still married. Still married, Mina. Still married. Um, I thought that was a really strong choice and a really subtle choice. And it's kind of the first... Actually, we've had a couple. It was one of very few purely serious moments we've had on the show. And I thought it was really interesting when he kind of broke down in front of his son. Did you, how did you guys, did you guys laugh at all at that? As the first time I watched it, I read it as funny. And this time when I watched it, I read it as kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, I, I don't think it was funny, Jeff. I don't know why you were laughing. I'll just see myself. <laughs> I'll just go kill myself. <laughs> um, did you guys see it as funny at all or purely like a serious it's Usually moment? I'm pretty dark, but no. Yeah? Yeah, I didn't see it as that funny. I didn't think it was that funny. I just thought it was like a real, raw, honest moment. moment. He's trying to like relate yeah. with his son yeah. in a moment of... Uh, weakness for Pete and, mm-hmm. and so on and try to show him like yeah don't worry about what your mother's saying especially now but uh, you're gonna get through this and, and it's gonna be better He's, I thought it was a good father son moment me too I thought it was really nice and like I uh, I don't know it was a small scene and it was a quick decision like it was a small decision but I thought it went a long way um, okay I want to talk about the last like 10 minutes this is the, the 10 minutes in the stand up comedy set this was my favorite part of the episode. Yeah, it was so much better than his previous stand-up. Review. He's getting there, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so much better. I actually laughed, and on my way over here, when I saw the falling rock sign, I kind of like snickered. Guys, he's yeah. just talking about road signs. There's no death. I know that was. <laughs> this was so interesting to me because his mom is the one who calls him out. Mm-hmm. This was such an interesting turn for me. What did you guys think of the fact that it was Pete's mom? First of all, I want to talk about. I want to talk about Aparna's set quickly. Aparna and Cheryl did another set talking about, um, I feel like New York should be a reality show called <laughs> Can You Exist? Yeah. I thought that was such a smart bit of comedy. Did you guys enjoy that? Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that. Actually, actually, from being from New York and working in downtown Manhattan. So you think you can exist. Yeah, that's what it's it was. it's hilarious. Really, really funny. Yeah. And then um, what did you guys think of the character's name, Jason? I, f- I forget the actor's Jason name. Weber. Yeah, I shouted him out last the week. The one with the microphone? Yeah, the like... manager of the club. Just... What did you guys, how did you feel when Pete's parents were watching his set? I, I laughed. I thought it was, it was funny. I thought it was very funny. I felt like it, it kind of feels like when I have like my mom kind of see what I do with, with TMZ and I'm just kind of like, okay, like obviously this isn't going to be her cup of tea. Right. But this is like my, like this is my, <laughs> right. you know, specialty. Um, so, but then Pete I, gets I up really, there. Yeah. I interrupted you. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, but then Pete gets up there and he does a set and um, his parents kind of like it. You said you enjoyed the set as well. Did you guys enjoy Pete's set here? Yeah. I thought it was funny. It wasn't amazing, but it's yeah. improving for sure. It's improving. He's, he's improving. You can see there's improvement. I like the, the shredder joke. Oh, yeah. I thought that was, <laughs> that was good. If it doesn't shred, I, I read it. I'll read it. it. Yeah, so. That's like very much like Pete. He talked about how he also loves like dad jokes and like, yeah. I thought that was like a quintessential Pete just like joke. Um, but his mom is the one that calls him out. So this is what I was getting at earlier. You mentioned it. You mentioned yeah. it. What, did that surprise you guys when it was Rita Holmes who was like, you need to have a point of view as a comic? I mean, yeah, he does need to have a point of view. I was surprised that she said it, but uh, she went on to elaborate. Like, I didn't get the lesbian Val Kilmer joke. Right. Uh, what, what do lesbians look like? There's all sorts of lesbians. Yeah. <laughs> I, just, I was like, okay, so she really went, like, dug, dug deep there. 
And it's so funny because like typically it would be the Christian community that would like put LGBT people in a box and she's like, I thought there was all sorts of lesbians in the world. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, I liked that. That was so funny. And then I actually wrote it down what she says. She says, I didn't really learn anything about you. Where was the perspective? The other guy was dirty, but at least he had a point of view. Sex can be very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> You were up there talking about road signs. Is this how you want to spend the rest of your life talking about road signs? You're Aww. losing your marriage for this. Oh, except so for she's hard. kind of right, isn't she? Do you guys agree with her or what? Like, what is she saying here? She's saying if you're gonna give something up that's good, you better be putting like all of your heart and soul into it mm-hmm. and actually doing a good job, not just like wasting it away on something that's trivial. Do you guys agree with her mom? No, his I mom. I don't agree with her at all. Well, she doesn't see the value in what he's doing. I mean, he's doing it to make people laugh, to fulfill some self fulfillment within, within, from inside himself. Yeah, he's doing this because this is what he wants to do for a living. So it doesn't matter what he's talking about. It's what he wants to do. It's what mm-hmm. makes him happy. And then if he can make someone else laugh, then his job is done. It doesn't matter what he's talking. It's interesting. About. That's actually not how I read what she was saying. <laughs> I kind of felt like, and I'll be interested to see. You can totally disagree with me here. Yeah, I thought she was saying like, you need to, you need to have a point of view as a comic. Like, you can't just get up there and make observations about the world. You have to get up there and we have to get to know you. Yeah, right. she was saying that. That's, what, that's how I took it. Yeah. That's how you took it? Yeah. So, like, yeah. I, I do kind of agree with what she's saying. Like, I feel like she was actually, she wasn't calling out his decision to become a comic. She was calling out his execution of comedy. Like, his, his actual performance. Yeah, I don't think she'd be supportive if he were a comedian, period. But I think she was, like, making a distinction. Like, if you're going to do it, at least do a good job. Right. Yeah. Do you guys... I, I don't think she'd be supportive either way, though. But I also think that she shows she's out of touch a little bit mm-hmm. by not understanding the lesbian Val Kilmer joke. Right. And her point of view is not going to be necessarily the rest of the audience's point of view. Right. So I think she is trying to show, tell him, like, have come stronger. But at the same time, she's not getting what he's doing either. So it's like, it, she's, it's, for me, it's somewhere in the middle there. Yeah, it's somewhere in the middle. I, it was. It's interesting because it's another example of the thing I love in this show of advice for Pete coming in unlikely places. Mm-hmm. I think we've seen each episode there's been like an unlikely prophet of sorts. Yeah, who's like kind of delivered some kind of advice to him. And it yeah, always and what world me. do moms give their sons advice? That's crazy. <laughs> Come on, um. Nina, about comedy. I'm talking. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, know. Um, I got it. But yeah, I just, I didn't expect, I expected her to be like, I thought that was disgusting and I hated the dirty guy's bit. <laughs> yeah. like, I mean, it was dirty, but at least <laughs> yeah, he had a yeah. point of view. Yeah, it was pretty crude. Um, yeah. I love, though, that, you know, towards the end of the, the show, we see that Pete Holmes says, you know, I don't have any money, but I'm really happy. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's, it's kind of true. Like, I definitely relate to him on that because I feel like you can be making tons of money in an office job, staring at a computer all day and be miserable, or you can be pursuing, you know, whatever your passion is. Not really making any money, but at least you're doing what you love. And I think that's right. so much more valuable. Yeah. I thought this scene at the end of the episode with Jess and him was really nice. What did you guys think of them at the bar, kind of laughing with each other? Yeah, it was nice. I think it might be foreshadowing a little bit. Do you so? I guess, should we move into... Well, before yeah. we... Sorry. Before we move into <laughs> predictions, I do want to talk about your guys' favorite lines of the episodes. It's okay um, if we didn't get any. I forgot last week, but... I have a, a couple. Uh, my favorite scene was the what would Jesus do scene. Yeah. And yeah. the line was, um, like, Lauren Lapkus was saying, wouldn't it say what would I do and wouldn't he know? And then there was also another scene where the line was, this is why we sent you to Christian camp <laughs> and Christian college so that these things wouldn't happen yeah. to you. As if, like, that solved. This is why everything. we indoctrinated you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, did you guys get lines or... 
Uh, she took my line with the what would uh, I oh. do. Oh, do you want to read it in your own? No, nah, it's okay. <laughs> I, I had a few lines. Okay. Uh, the, my favorite one, though, is when his father tells him, if more than three shakes and you're playing with it <laughs> about the bathroom, that was fantastic. I've more, actually gotten that advice. Yeah. When, yeah. Uh, when she said at dinner when you're Frenching your mom, talking to, <laughs> to Pete, that was funny. And then yeah. finally, we didn't even talk about the start of the episode, but I just want to say I really related to them at the uh, grocery store yes. getting the free eats, and they and, and he said, uh, we're just here for the free lunch. Yeah. And and the, the, the lady that's uh, serving them is a vegetarian, and she's not even tried the cheese. And I really related to that, because that so often happens to me when I go to grocery stores. I did kind of sweep right past the beginning, didn't but I? I, just, I just wanted to touch on that. Oh, no, I'm glad you did. Was yeah. there anything about the beginning that I missed, or anything else in the episode that I missed before we move on to predictions? I mean, I wouldn't know. That's true. <laughs> him, it is like shower, just the first showering, 15 minutes. Showering, showering was very funny. Yeah. When he requested like, a Yelp no review. No one's seen me naked. Yeah. Just one person and you. I think the one thing for sure, though, that we've seen now, we're midway through the season, is that there's definitely been growth from Pete. Mm-hmm. From episode one to yeah. now. Even when he was standing on the corner uh, promoting in uh, today's episode compared to last week's, it seemed like he was more confident. Yeah, or just more, yeah. Just more, more owning it. More owning it. Like, I totally agree. I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm going to own this corner and just yep. go with it. Like, like like owning life and not being nervous about it. It's a good observation. Um, I did like the line of, um, we find out Jess is high, and she goes, it's Blue Dream, Pete. It makes you a genius. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny. Um, okay, well, with that, I say we move into some predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. I think yeah. Hell on Earth is waiting the seven seconds we have to wait for that drop to happen. <laughs> Do you guys feel that way? For some reason, whenever the predictions drop that happens during that seven seconds, I'm just like, so uncomfortable. <laughs> I love the short one. Okay, um, predictions. Josh, you mentioned that you think Jess and Pete at the bar was right. foreshadowing. Yeah, I, I talk st- about I it. still think that she's going to go away to Tampa with Leaf, and I don't think she's going to be happy. I think it's a short, you know temporary fix to what her problems were with Pete. I think P- Leaf is the opposite of Pete and she's seeing that and she thinks it's new, she thinks it's exciting and she thinks it's the answer to her problems but it's not going to be. I think the things that she's attracted to now when it comes to Leaf are going to be things that annoy her and then she's going to start seeing value in what Pete is and what he does and how he treated her and he's, she's going to try to come back to him. Do you guys agree? Yeah, I actually do. <laughs> I don't think they're going to end up together. Okay. So yeah. you think she'll just leave Leaf? The Leaf leave? Leaf leave. She'll do the leaf leaf. She'll leave. <laughs> and then leave. just not, just end up solo. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Interesting. What do you think, Mike? I think Josh is on point. Good job Hello. going first there. I know. Yeah, I think, I think she's going to grow <laughs> grow tired of leaf. And it's just one of those things where she's going to miss what she doesn't have with uh, Pete mm-hmm. in the long run. And uh, because she still cares about him. I mean, it's, it's very obvious. clear she still cares about him. There was like three or four moments that I thought were really sweet between the two of them this episode. I thought it was just nice of her in general to do that favor for him. That was so well, sweet. She did kind of throw him under the bus. But she, she, I know, but at the same time, someone who does that, like this is why it shows you that she's not just like this black and white character. Because yeah. usually when they portray someone who's a cheater, they never show like this other side of them Agreed. that, you know has, like, guilt and remorse, and mm-hmm. you see it in girls, you know, but right. I would say, like, in in that regard, this is kind of similar to girls, where these characters are so multidimensional, and she is so likable, even right. though she did, every time she does something ter- terrible, I'm still like, oh, but she's still likable. And I'm, I'm wondering why she keeps blatantly trying to prove to Pete that she doesn't love him anymore. Like, it's kind of overboard to me a little mm. bit. Mm. I don't know, I, I just feel like What do you mean, I'm interested? 
don't know if I'm tracking. Like the whole wedding ring thing. Like, yeah. Know, and then she'll just make certain comments about him, like, having to move on. And She's so insistent. Yeah, she's so insistent that I don't love you. I, I understand if you don't, but just the way she does it, it's almost like, are you trying to convince yourself or are you Ooh, trying to convince Pete? I hear you, Josh. Um, yeah, I think he has, he has, he's kind of clingy in a certain way. He but he hasn't, he hasn't yeah. contacted her. He hasn't contacted her, really. I mean. I wasn't here last week, but did we mention that, uh, that they've been picked up for another season as well. Yeah, yeah. season two crashing. Yeah. Just want to say that before we go. Thank you, Mike. Um, I agree with you guys. I did not think Jess and Pete would end up together, but keeping her around and showing these shades of hers got me interested. So yeah. we'll have to see next week, guys. But in the meantime, yep. this has been the Crashing After Show here on AfterBuzz TV. This was season one, episode five, Parents. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Thanks so much for being back. Great to have a full panel again. Um, and my name is Jeff Graham. You guys can find me on Twitter at Jeffrey C Graham, and we'll see you next week. My name is Mina Wahab. I thought you were done there. It did seem very abrupt. <laughs> yeah. I apologize. My name is Mina Wahab. You can find me on Instagram at Mina Makes Magic. I'm Josh Rodriguez. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh underscore Rodriguez underscore. So many underscores. Yes. My name is Mike Ripps. You can catch me on Twitter or Instagram at Mike Ripps. We'll underscore see you underscore next week underscore. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.